Welcome to the Legendary Leaders Podcast, Making Legendary Leaders, with your host, Katrina Jameson, where we focus on business, leadership, and life. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode. I keep thinking about the episodes that we just did recently regarding the three keys to building a a successful and strong brand. I keep thinking about the, the middle one, about teams. And building teams. And I know that I've done some episodes in the past about how to hire effectively. I've mentioned that. Go check those out if you haven't. Um, And I've talked about, you know, when to bring on a business partner. Not not even necessarily when, but if you find someone that you really want to bring into your company, you really need to look past your relationship, right? We talked about that. And how it needs to, you, you need to find someone who really has the same I don't know, passions and focus and desire and and wants to deliver on the same mission that you do. Well, I don't know, about a month ago, I read an article and it was talking about entrepreneurial passion. And I, I thought about that again as I was thinking through these three keys. And really what it said was that you can, there are essentially three different types of entrepreneurial passion. Okay, so let me go there first. Um, It was about, you know, passion for inventing, right? So when you love to come up with a new service or a new product, right? I talk about that a lot. So obviously that's, that's my passion or one of my passions is coming up with new ideas, inventing new things, right? The other passion was um, creating businesses, just creating new businesses, not as a passion. I don't know that I necessarily have a passion for creating new businesses and then leaving them. Um, you know, when I have focused on creating legend and determined, those are things that I'm passionate about. I've created them. I've invented them. But I don't just want to found a business and then leave. But some people do, and that's okay. And then from what I recall, the third one was about developing relationships. Um Developing the the business as far as building relationships with suppliers and customers and growing it from that aspect. And some people only like to do that. So they're not, they're not really focused on the idea so much or the creation of the business so much. They're really focused on the overarching development side of the people side. And that's pretty, I mean, that's pretty good. I enjoy doing that. It's not something that I want to do and then leave, right? Um, but but there are three different types of focus. I think that, you know, to make a successful business, we have to have all three of those passions. There's obviously one you're going to be more passionate about than the other. But you have to be passionate to a degree about all three or your business is not going to grow. You have to have the idea, right? So the creation, passion. You have to be willing to grow the business, right? If you want your business to grow and be be a successful business, you've got to have that passion. And, you know, but it can be smaller. So let me stop there. It can be smaller passions because you may want to keep your business small. People who, entrepreneurs who have a founder's passion, want to grow the business to a certain scale. And then once it's there, they, they walk away because they enjoy the growth, the the creation of growing that business from a scale perspective. So don't confuse those two perspectives. Don't think, oh, well, 
I, I want to grow my business. So maybe I am a, a you know, passionate about founding, but I don't want to leave it. And so that's the key is that you don't want to leave it. You, you see, you have a vision for growth, but you don't want to walk away from it. And then of course you, you have to have a little bit of a passion for gr- growing relationships with potentially suppliers or other business people or especially your customers, right? In the community. You have to have that. Otherwise, you're not really going to have a business because you're not serving anybody. Um, So we have to have all three passions. But typically, most of us are passionate about one thing more so than anything else. Right. And and we talked about how in a previous episode that we really want to focus on building relationships and finding people who want to join our company that align with our mission and have similar passions. Um, And I was reading it was a Harvard Business Review article about the fact that not only do people bring in individuals into their organization and not just employees, but business partners, right? Business partners, they look, they think that having a business partner that's focused on a different aspect of the business is more powerful because it's, it balances you, right? And sometimes we, we think about that throughout life. Oh, well, Opposites attract, um, you know, you've heard that old saying, or I'm really good at this half of the business. I'm not really good at the other half. So let me bring on someone who's going to be really good at the other half. Now, can we hire people to do that? Absolutely. Should we bring on business partners to do that? It's pretty interesting. The article that was that, that I read, um, it was called When Entrepreneurial Passion Backfires, came out in February. Um, it talked about the fact that when you have more than one leader at the helm of a business that's not passionate about the same three, right? So the, the same one of three that over time, it actually hinders the growth of the business. That was pretty interesting. They'd actually done studies to show that. And I hadn't, I hadn't thought about that. I I probably... I was definitely in the same camp that many of you may be in, which is, oh, well, let me bring someone in who's stronger in these other aspects because then it'll help me move the business forward. Now, I'm not bringing anyone in to help me run Legend as far as, you know, a business partner per se. Um, but that, I, that's why I'm sharing this with you today because it struck me. I was, I was thinking about teams, like I said, and thinking about bringing on additional people to the, to your team but I wanted to go through this because I remembered this article and I wanted to share it because I don't want any of you all blinded by the idea that I want that you want to grow a team because you want to build your brand. But I don't want you blinded by the fact that you you really don't need to bring on a person who is your peer, your partner in the business. Unless they have the same passion you do about the same one of three entrepreneurial focus points, okay? Because the article showed that the businesses actually didn't fare well. They, they crumbled over time when more than one person was passionate about something else, right? Because if you have a partner and you're passionate about creating new product lines and this other partner is focused on, um, you know, just building relationships in the community, When it comes down to the fact that you only have enough money to make a decision about one of those pathways, you're not going to agree, right? Because you're you're focused on two separate things, and that makes sense, right? 
And I don't know that we always think about that piece. We always think about the fact that it's going to benefit us if I focus on this problem or this growth point and they focus on that growth point, we're going to be twice as strong. And in theory, if that's all that's needed, that's exactly right. We should be twice as strong. But when it comes down to the fact that both people have the same level of authority and they both believe that their pathway is the most important, then you're in a stalemate. You, neither one of you has enough power to override the other and push the business forward. You're frozen. Right? So it's pretty important. And then the other piece that the article talked about was not only the same passionate focus, but the same amount of passion. Right? Because if you're extremely excited and you bring on a business partner that's just average excited and passionate about what you do, then you're probably going to be constantly having to push. Hey, come on, let's, get, let's do this. This is going to be awesome. This is going to be great. And I'm like, yeah, it's going to be pretty good. We'll get to it. You know, that's, that's frustrating, right? I mean, you don't want to battle that every single day. So, again, like this, this really had me thinking because we were talking about building our brand with building teams. And, you know, I keep thinking about the fact that I'm, I'm okay to build a team. Um, I don't know that I want a business partner. I'm okay if people report to me and they have different focus points than I do. They have different passions because I need them to take their passion and go do the work. But when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, whenever I have to make a decision about which way legend or determined is going to go, I have the authority to do that based on the passion that I have and the focus that I see. And I need to be able to make the decision down one of those three pathways, depending upon what's in front of me. I need to be able to be successful at all three, you know, creation, business growth, and developing relationships. And I'm, I'm focused on all three of those. But when a decision has to be made, I have to be comfortable enough to make that decision and move forward and not have this frozen debate. Because if people report to you, they work for you in your business, they don't make the decisions. You still make the decisions, right? Right. And so then... Think about this. If you get big enough to get a board, so you decide to bring on a board and, and, and grow your company down that pathway, think about the fact that when you create a board, you're going to create the same opportunity that we just talked about, that there's going to be multiple people focused on multiple parts, and it may be difficult to get everybody to agree. Now, the, the great thing about having a board is not everyone has to agree. The highest vote wins, but what if yours isn't the highest? I mean, what if yours isn't the majority, Right. And so that's something for you to consider as you want to think about growing your business. What type of growth do you want? How, how big do you want it to be? What kind of involvement do you want other people to have? And what kind of decision-making abilities do you want people to have? If you decide to bring on a partner and you decide to grow out your team, maybe it's not just one partner. Maybe it's two partners. And so it's the three of you. Because then you're thinking, oh, if it's the three of us, then, you know, two of us, two out of the three will, you know, will make a decision. And so that should alleviate the stalemate. But if you each three have a different passion, if, if each one of you have, you know, one of those three so that you cover all three, but not any of you are the same, then you're still frozen. And what if you bring on two different people who align with the same passion and yours is different? Then most likely they will always agree and they will outvote you. That may not be a bad thing necessarily, but it may not be a comfortable thing for you. And ultimately it may feel like you've lost, lost your business. Right. I don't I don't want that for any of you. So these are all the things that are on my mind. Can you tell? I just keep thinking through okay, if I make this decision, this may happen. And if I make this decision, that could happen. 
And so you'll find always that I am a person that will always look, you know, 360, you know, 360 degrees. I was going to say 365 days because <laughs> I'm thinking about time, right? But I look completely around the circle. I always want to have a full view of, of what's happening so that I can make the best decision. You know, because there are, if you're doing this alone and, you know, I'm doing it alone, it's hard. You know, being an entrepreneur, it's lonely. You feel alone. So to be able to bring someone in to help you run this business every day and alleviate some of these stress, stressors and pressure and the feeling of being alone, man, it's enticing. It's enticing. But go through the thought process that I just went through. Think about the fact that while it sounds great to have other people to help you do things, at the end of the day, you want your business to be able to move forward and so is it worth the potential stalemate? Is it worth the potential failure of your business to bring on someone that gets as, you know, the equal power that you have with a potential short-term gain that you would get from bringing that person on? And is it just better to hire people, right, to have external teams like we talked about earlier in the week? They won't have any authority to make the decision in your business. So they're just going to go do what you pay them to do, right, an external company. They will they will advise you. That's what you paid them to do. But at the end of the day, whatever decision you make, they support. That's what you that's what you're paying them for. If you make an internal team, sort of the same theory. I mean, they're going to probably voice the concerns a little louder or give you a bit stronger feedback. But they're going to respect your decision and move forward. But the debate may be a little bit greater. That's probably pretty good. I mean, I appreciate those debates. But you still have the authority to, to make the decision and push the business forward. But if you bring in a partner and your passions aren't the same or your passionate level, your level of passion for the business isn't the same, be prepared for some tough roads. And it may hurt your business more than it may strengthen it. Right? So my challenge for you today is if you've been thinking about bringing on a business partner, look at it through the lens of, not just what will you gain, but what could be the damaging, damaging pieces to your business. If you don't find someone who focuses on the same parts of the business you do and is as passionate about it as you are. Okay. Now, if you already have a business partner, that's fine. Just look at it through this lens. Maybe you need to go ahead and have some conversations about, okay, well, here, here is the vision and here's where we're going to go. And, and, and just further align, confidently put that down. Get everybody on the same page, move forward, right? All you want to be able to do is make sure that your business is going to continue to move forward down the pathway that you want it to go, okay? So that's my challenge. If you're thinking about bringing on a business partner, look at all sides of the decision before you make it. If you've got a business partner or several business partners, sounds like it's probably working out great for you. Sit down, have conversations, hash it out, put things on paper, agree on the pathway, agree on the vision. Um, and the plan, and then just make sure that everybody's holding up their end of the agreement, just like just like you would normally. But just be cognizant of these risks. Don't go into those conversations blindly. Be part of the solution, right? And don't let you let roadblocks come up just because you may not agree on which pathway to go. Find a solution. Find the right pathway. All right. Don't let the business not move forward because you may disagree a little bit about which pathway to go, right? So thanks for listening. I appreciate you letting me work through that in my mind. 
um, you know, and, and sort of getting it out there. Hopefully it helps. Hopefully you understand now the potential risk and, you know, it can help you further build your team in the right way in order to, to grow your brand. Have a great day.